Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Romans chapter 12, we are talking about transformation. Okay? Transformation. I'm going to take my time to explain to you in a few minutes and we'll pray and we'll be out of here. Transformation. Or you can make it conformity and transformation. Conformity and transformation. So, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says, he gave us a command in the King James. He says, be transformed. Okay? He said, do not conform to this world, but be transformed. That statement, be, means that you don't have any choice but to do it. It's a command. So God wants us to, con- to, 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 to be transformed. Now, what God wants from you is transformation. What God wants from you is transformation. Now, you are going to understand the whole thing I'm going to talk about if I give you this scenario, how many, how many of you know a cap, caps, right? Cap. Imagine a cap for tea and whatever. So imagine that around the cap, okay, on the outside of the cap is you find debts or stuff around the cap. Now, naturally, what would you want to do first? You would like to clean the outside before you clean the inside. Or as you are cleaning the inside, you are cleaning the outside. Okay. Now, when it comes to God, God wants you to leave the outside because the detergent you need is not on the outside. He wants you to clean the inside. When you are done cleaning the inside, the inside will take care of the outside. In fact, the cleanliness of the inside works on the outside. So, you don't, uh, you don't touch the outside. That's how God wants it. That's what the scripture means. So he said, do not conform to the world, which is outside. Then he said, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay? And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable. So I'm going to take the, the topmost part and we're going to share that one. Now, what God wants for us to do is to stay away from the outside. Stay away. 
as much as you can. Stay away from the world. Now here, the world here means men. Systems. Men. Systems. What they call the worldly systems. Stokion. Worldly system. So he said, don't conform. Now, what does it mean? It means that the world has a way of putting pressure on you to conform to the world system. So, for example, if the world system is um, is this shape, the pressure from the world will, 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 will be so much that your lifestyle, your behavior, everything will now take the shape of this thing. That's what Paul is talking about. Do you understand? Okay. Now, what it means is that conforming changes you. Transforming changes you. <laughs> when you conform, you'll be changed. When you transform, you'll be changed. So there's, there is a change. But what causes the change is what God is talking about. <laughs> so conformation is like you, are, you, are being, you will be molded by external pressures. You will be molded. So it's like a hand molding the clay. You, the clay. So that hand is external pressure from outside. And it presses you. By the time you realize you have taken the form and the shape of the worldly system. So men will pressure you to take the form of worldly system. And the worldly system itself will pressure you to take care of itself. And I'll explain later to you that these are three things that happens to us. Okay? Now, but what God wants is that you are transformed inside by the Holy Ghost. So men pressure you to be changed. And the Holy Ghost works on you to be transformed inside. So the Holy Ghost works inside of you. Now, when the Holy Ghost works inside of you, trust me, the outside will be taken care of. That's what he wants. So I was doing a little study and I found out that right from the Old Testament even to Revelation, New Testament to Revelation, God kept saying so many times, don't conform to the world. Don't have anything to do with the world. Stay away from the world. You know, he begins to say that. Because, why? Because they can change you. They can change you and mold you in a way. Now, in Romans chapter 8 verse 29, there is only one conformation. There is only one conformation that God wants you to have. And that is also a change. It is a conformation to the image of Jesus. That is the only conformation. Apart from that conformation, you have no business conforming to anything of the world. So he said, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to what? Conform to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Now you can see here, God did it himself. So God put pressure on us to conform. God put pressure on us. God did it. He said, for whom he, he did foreknow. He also predestinate to conform. So God the Father indeed did it. Can you see that? So you can see an active and passive voice here. There's an active voice. He predestinated us. 
And there is a passive. We are the recipient of the thing. So we, we get conformed. The father did it. We get conformed. Okay? Now, with this mindset, in Romans 12, 2, he says that, be, do not conform. He said, be trans, um, do not conform to the world. Do not conform to the world. So here, it is, um, it's a middle voice. So you, don't conform to the world. So you are the one who does the, who, <laughs> if you don't take yourself, the thing will go happen. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, God, this is one of the most powerful verses in the Bible. Now, do you know why your faith is not strong enough? Because of this one. Do you know why your confessions don't really stand or land? It's because of this one. <laughs> There's no transformation. There are a lot of confirmations. You see, the Holy Spirit, his job is to cause us to be transformed inside. Now, which part of our inside? Our mind. Now, he's saying that if there is a renewal of mind, then there is a new mind. If there is a renewal of mind, then there is a new mind. So he's saying that your transformation comes with a new mind. Your transformation comes with a new mind. And the one who helps you to do that and does the work inside is the Holy Spirit. Do you know when you are changed inside, you don't conform outside. So you receive transformation and non-conformity. You see? So God wants you to be transformed. Why does he want you to be transformed? We will prove to the world what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We will show them. We will show them. Hmm. Remember, God is in us, right? And he, he expresses himself through us. And one of the ways he expresses himself through you is when your mind is renewed. When you have a new mind, it means that you, you had an old mind which was after the similitude of the world already. So, the Holy Spirit helps you by the word of God. To what? To change your mind. So, every time you have a new mind, there's a transformation. And once there's a transformation, the outward is taken care of. So, your impact on the outside is not your effort on the outside. Your impact on the outside is as a result of the transformation on the inside. You can't act differently on the outside from what is inside. You might be, you might be, you might be faking it on the outside. But when we look inside, you are different. So what God is saying is that what is inside should be the one that is revealed on the outside. So when we say you are fake, it means there are two sides of you. God is not calling sons who are fake. Or children who are fake. We love. Because love has been worked out in us. We are joyful on the outside. We don't fake joy. We don't fake love. 
We don't fake faith. We don't fake patience. We don't fake kindness. Why? If they've been worked out inside. So Paul said in 3 John 1, he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper huh? and be in health. These ones are outward stuff. Then he said, even as your soul inside prospers. So your outward prosperity is as a result of your inward prosperity. Your health on the outside is as a result of your health on the inside. And those health comes about by a new mind. Okay? Now, the school you went to does not change your inside. How many of you know thermometer? Okay. How many of you know thermostat? What does thermostat do? It cuts off when the load is too much. Okay. So God wants you to be a thermostat. Not a thermometer. Thermometer moves with the temperature. If it is hot, it's hot. If it is cold, it reads cold. But for a thermostat, when it is, the, the heat is too much, it will cut off and disallow the heat to flow. The thermostat gets the new mind. <laughs> so I'm, I came to announce to you that cut the flow. Don't be a thermometer. You know, when your body is hot and you put a thermometer under your armpit, it will read the heat. If your body too is cold and you put a thermometer there, it will read what it sees. That's conformity. That's how you conform. You see? So, at, tomorrow, today you, are, you have conformed here. Tomorrow, one day you'll be left behind. <laughs> so, God is saying that you need something very important. Conformation. I'm going to talk about faith these 20 days. But until you get this understanding, faith won't work for you. Because you need a daily renewing of your mind. It brings progressive transformation. Show me the amplified. It brings progressive transformation. Once you get transformed, your outside will be taken care of. So you, you wonder why your outside hasn't been taken care of yet. It means that, you see, you can't, you can't beat spiritual truth. If your inside is not transformed, your outside will not have anything. <laughs> you get it? Look at what the Amplifier said. He said, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fastened after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its ideals and its new attitude. So your mind get attitude, my friend. So that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. What is the Bible saying? When I keep renewing my mind every day, I'll be able to know what is good and acceptable before God for my life. Now, I won't ask him. I will know. 
And I'll be able to prove it. If I say God loves me, I'm not just babbling. My mind is so renewed, I can prove to you he loves me. Can you see that? So, it is important. See, God and his ways, it looks like it works. He works in the opposite direction of the world. You would like to clean the outside because people see the outside. Of course. What kind of light do they have? The sun. So they only have one source of light. So they only have one kind of knowledge. You haven't studied properly. Exam come and you are A. A plus. They must see God. That's why they will be asking you questions. Because naturally, the normal mind can handle that. In the world, you must study and produce what you have studied. But in God, there's something like, and the Spirit of God filled him with wisdom. You get it? So this is one, if you are in school, you the students, this is one area you must develop. Somebody have, do you have a pain around your ankle? Anybody? You? you. Okay. So you, you prove the good, the acceptable will of God. You stop praying, show us your will, oh God, show us your will. No, we don't pray for that. He says, when I renew my mind, it happens for you, okay? And how do you renew your mind? By saying that, let's go to a few scriptures from the Old Testament to see what God says concerning us, concerning staying away from these things. Exodus 23.2 Exodus 23.2 Deuteronomy 18.9 John 15.19 2 Corinthians 8.14-18 Ephesians 4.17 1 John 2.15 Exodus 23.2 Deuteronomy 18.9 John 15.19 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18. Then Ephesians 4, 17. And then the last one, 1 John 2, 15. We'll go through this quickly. I want to show you this. Now, the first one, this is God. Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil. Neither shalt thou speak in a course to decline after many to rest NLT. You must not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you are called to testify in dispute, do not be swayed by the crowd to twist justice. What is God saying? Justice is twisted in the world. In him, we should take his, his, um, his nature. His justice is inflexible. So if you are a child of God, your justice must be inflexible. You are not swayed Okay, by the crowd. Today people preach anything because of, the, of, of social media acceptance. People do things because of social media. No, 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 no. No. Do you know why they call the church like ancient, like we are old people, like we are, we are archaic? We are not archaic. You see, they are measuring us in the eyes of the world. But the church is ever solid in its integrity, justice, honesty, and everything. So they evolve in a wrong way. They evolve like sin. 
we say like grace. Grace hasn't changed. Sin has changed from murder in Genesis 4 all through. The Bible calls it sin abounds. It's a grace abounds even more. But the grace that abounds is not a different grace. It's the multiplicity of grace. The Bible calls it <laughs> in 1 Peter 2, 1 2, right? He said, Grace multiplies. Grace multiplies. Are you catching this? So don't change your ways to please the world. That's what we are talking about. Don't change your ways. Don't change your thinking. Don't change your dressing. Don't change your pattern. Don't change anything to please the world. Don't. Don't. Are you with me? Because they have their own marking scheme of how you ought to look and how you ought to behave. You must not follow the crowd. God is talking to us. Tell your neighbor, don't follow the crowd. Stick to the word of God. Stick to the word. This was his test. And I am there. Whatever he says is what I am doing. I don't care. Let go. Oh, Genesis. The Bible says there was famine. 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 And everybody was living. They were living. They were living. When Isaac decided to live as well, God said, hey, you are not like them. Stay. Stay. And what happened to him? He became a blessed man. In the land where there was famine and the, the earth was difficult to, rele- to release uh, sprouting of, of seeds, the man lived there and he received 100,000 times growth and blessings. In a place where they say it's not good, in a place where everybody was running. Okay. And there was famine in the land. Say in the land. Beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, the king of the Philistine, unto Gira. Huh? And the Lord appeared to him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. So everybody is moving. He also wants to move some. God says no. You see, the ways of men is not the ways of God. When everybody is doing everything, it's not an approval of what God is doing. The word of God gives you an idea of God's approval of things. Now sometimes it might not look so rosy. It might look a bit difficult because of where you find yourself. That's why faith helps you to see the end story. When faith helps you to see the end story, you don't move. If you don't see the final story, then you are shaky. But if I see the final story, I don't shake. Because I know. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards me. Not of evil, but of good. That I may have an expected end. So he says, no. The way God has for me is an expected end. Not just a general end. An expected one. Can you see that? And every good and perfect thing comes from above. So what God has for me, what God wants for me, is perfect. It's amazing. This is the same joy. So it might look like things are not really moving in life for you. Because you are, you are caught in the in light of human, human world. 
You, you see? Do you remember I taught you a message and I said, when a dog is happy, he doesn't laugh like you. The same happy. When you are happy, even though you can't do anything, even the two of us won't behave the same. But let's take all of us as one race. That's the way we behave. We can shout, we can scream, we can even shed tears. When the dog is also happy, he doesn't shout and do what you do. He has a way of shaking its tail and turning around and making... That's happiness. When the cat is also happy, he has a way. I'm saying when the cat is happy, he behaves in a way. Anything when they are happy, they express themselves in the environment and in the nature they belong to. So when you feel like things are not working, this is not in your world. This is in the world of men. That's how things work. In the world where you come from, things just go like that. But unfortunately, you are not in, in heaven. Tell a woman, though you are there, but you are not there. You are here physically in this body on the earth. So you will, ex- you will experience what they experience, but you prevail. You prevail supernaturally. Please get this. So when things are a bit tough, you don't think that yes, I have God, then I must be flying all through. No. The expression of things in this life, that's how Jesus, the Bible says that you count it joy. But the world will count it as tears and cries and pain. And as they are about to die. But we don't count it like that. Even though we are going through the same thing they are going through, we are experiencing the same thing they are experiencing. Our reaction and our tears and our cries are different. It's still joy. Are you following? Remember, we are going to talk about faith. All through. Without understanding this one, your faith might be shaking. Because you see, you can pray for a thing. Have faith about it. It doesn't mean that automatically things will just... In fact, by faith, they are, the obstacle is taken off. But in the realms of the flesh, you still see the thing there. So the question is, is the thing there or is it not? If it's seen by the eyes of men, it is there. If it's seen by the eyes of where you come from, it's not there. So faith is. Are you getting it? I'm telling you this, whatever be the case, you have an eye. What eye comes to you? First John 5, 4. It should be the eye that comes to you. He that is born of God has overcome this world. And this is the victory that overcomes this world. Even our faith. So the darker the world becomes, the more you shout, I have victory. Can you see it? Everybody else might might cry and follow the pattern of the occurrences on the earth. But we don't cry like that. Because there's an eye. We have an eye. You see, what is the eye? Faith. Faith is an eye. And faith came because of the word. So to you, I've overcome this world. Meanwhile, you are seeing darkness. See, the world is producing darkness. And you are not standing in heaven, operating from heaven. You are standing in the earth where the darkness is. God allowed it to be so. (laughs) So, these are the two realities. Let me call it reality for them. So, so, so the truth is that the earth is full of darkness. Think, people are suffering. When COVID came, God didn't take you out of here. You were still in, it came into the earth. Right? Yes, sir. 
You ain't dead. Somebody even caught the virus. Now, that's another thing. Having faith and knowing that by his stripes you were healed does not necessarily mean that you might not catch the virus. The virus can enter into your blood, but as to whether it's, it's, its impact will be released is another thing. So you can go to the hospital and they will, they will check. Uh, you, have, you might be having symptoms. But when they check it, they don't find it. It is not here in the lab. But you are not alive. Your name you make is not of the world. When the angels came from heaven and they caused fire to burn Solomon and Gomorrah, if they were in there, they were in the fire too. But the fire didn't burn them. Jesus is the fat man in the, in the furnace. He was in the fire. The Bible said the fire quenched. They said, we see four men loosed in the furnace, in the fire. But the impact on the fire. You know, the, the Greek word for the word light is phos. It's from the, from the element, is it phosphorus? That is what he matches, you know, produces light. When Jesus enters fire, that element dies. It's the blue one. That blue one, it dies. He's the original fire. No, that's why the Bible says that he, he clothed himself with the sun. What causes, what causes the sun to burn that hot and produces that heat? When Jesus gets close to it, that burning agent dies. But the flame can be on. <laughs> oh, somebody's not catching some prophetic word for your life. What it means is that you can be in this world with all, it, all its impact, all its negativity. But because of who you are, the impact, the effect that that induces will not always be there for you. Your impact is supposed to produce some kind of, of pain or torture. Because of who you are, because of the faith inside of you, it's a triumphing... So you will see me in the darkness as well. But the power of darkness does not overwhelm me. You, you get it? It doesn't mean that God will take you out of the world and put you, find some light in somewhere and go and put you there. No, 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 no. No, no you can be here and still dance. See, economists are going to be crushed. I, I told you. But you are going to be rich. Now, when I say they are going to be rich, I'm not saying they are going to, money is going to fill your room. You will eat well. You will sleep well. So you will have what it takes to do things. So no lack of income. Are you with me? So the Bible says you must renew your mind. See, when you renew your mind every day and, a tr and trouble arise, the word of God that you use to renew your mind pops up. <laughs> it will pop up. So he said, and be not conformed to this world. Okay? Alright. Okay, Deuteronomy 89. The second one. Say, I shine through the darkness. Are you alive? Yes. The Bible says, and the light shineth in darkness. He didn't shine outside darkness. 
He sent it in by refining the darkness. Financial darkness you are finding. Health darkness you are finding. Global darkness something you are finding. The Bible says, and darkness comprehended it not. Somebody's faith. So you won't be afraid of anything. This, this is the mindset we've had or we've been taught. We think that when we have faith and we pray, automatically then the whole situation will just vanish. Then you begin to walk somewhere else. Wow. It's not like that. It's not like that. You, every time, sometimes the more you pray, the more the situation, it looks like the situation has not turned around. But I'm telling you, it has not turned around from which eye you were looking at it from. It has not changed because you are looking at it with the human eye. But if you look at it with the eye of faith, the situation will come back. But you have the faith. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Uh, we are charging you up for the year. When you hear news that, Charlie, you know, the GDP, the inflation is... The, listen, your personal inflation is going to be better than the country. Yeah. Uh, a few people, I don't know. That is what happened to the uh, Catholic. His personal inflation became better than the whole country. So they sacked him. They sacked him from the land. Because one man was competing with the nation. The question is, he wasn't working. Where did he get it from? So he said something that don't go. Stay in this land. And I'll bless you. There is a blessing that when you lay hold on. And the reason I know Isaac believed the word of God was because he didn't go. Yeah. He didn't go. Look at it. He said, look at what God said. Live here. As what? A foreigner. In this land. Don't live here. Live here. Don't come in. Don't come from here. You are a foreigner. Don't conform. Don't conform. Live here, but don't conform. That's what God is saying. Live here, Tina, but don't conform. And I will be, some of you, you conform when you are fasting. When I see people eat, you know, you conform. Say, I refuse to conform. I refuse to conform. Put your hand on your head and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I refuse to conform. I refuse to conform. And who told you when you fast, you'll be tired? Is the, the mind renewed? Say, I am more energetic. I am more energetic. No, even your voice is saying you are tired. Say, I am more energetic. In the name of Jesus. When I fast, I get stronger. When I eat, I get lazy and tired. Because the life is in. Because the life is in the spirit, not in the flesh. Sunday, I told you, don't do what? Don't do what with the flesh, soul, and soul. Don't do what? Don't live life from the flesh. Don't live life from the soul. Live life from where? So that you can have more life and more peace. Because to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And we learned that to be what? Carnally minded is not the process of producing death. It is. So in other words, when you are carnal, death has shown up. 
It's dangerous, oh. Say, I refuse to be carnal. Yeah. Look, he said, live here as a foreigner. Let's not have this mindset. We are foreigners on this land. We are in the world. We are not of the world. Okay? And he said, and I will introduce you to this and I will be with you and bless you. So our land, uh, sorry, um, Isaac's wealth and his amazing growth came from the Lord. If God does it for you, if God does it for you, in a land where there was famine, God came through. Can somebody shout Hallelujah? Did you hear? Some look in a in a in a, in a famine land. Huh? Go to verse one. All the people are living. So who who is he that is going to give him? A severe famine now struck the land. Severe famine. And as had happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. Huh? The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. What it takes to walk in the supernatural is to do as he tells you. Do as he tells you. The word says, be of great joy. You are of great joy. The word says, do not be afraid. You are not afraid. They said, do as he tells you. Do as I tell you. Then in the verse 3, he said what? Live here as a foreigner in this land. And I will be with you. Which means that when you do the word, blessing manifests. Blessing is attached to the doing of his word. When you do the word of God, he has actually opened the door of blessing manifestations. Do the word and see manifestations. Do the word manifestations. Do the word. So imagine, the Lord is renewing your mind. You see, you cannot do the word except your mind is renewed with the word to do. Yeah. Your mind must be renewed with the word to do. Otherwise, you can see the word because it is not renewed your mind. Your whole mind will be against the word. Are you getting it? So there will be a confrontation of your old mind against the word of God. What does it mean? It means my new mind is in conformity with the word. And once your mind catches it, you will behave it. As a man thinketh, so is he. If your mind can catch it, your body will behave it. Your mouth will speak it. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. And when your mouth begins to speak, it becomes many waters. And when it becomes many waters, it will drown every mountain. You remember that message? Oh, I love Jesus. So please. Don't go anywhere. Tell anybody don't go anywhere. Okay, quickly. Deuteronomy 18. We have not read eh? it. So when you enter into the when you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, be very careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. Why? Because you are going there as a foreigner. Don't go and conform. You are not of them. So God has put you into Ghana. 
to send for him. God has put some in America to send for him. God has put some in Togo to send for him. Whatever country in the UK, wherever. He did not take me there to conform. I will near do pay green tobacco conform me. You have seen change your name. Change your identity to conform. Because you think it is in the land that the blessing will be. It wasn't in the land that the blessing was. Because the land was far full of famine. It was in the being of the word that the land was. You can go to abroad and still not make it. Because the land itself does not produce. There are poor people there. But when the word of God releases a blessing, a manifestation, you don't need to be a citizen. You don't need to know anybody. (laughs) The blessing would overwhelm you. Yeah. It overwhelms you. So look, he said, when you enter the land, that so what God is saying is that when you go, do what I'm saying, do. Don't do do this. Don't do this. Do this. So do the word. Tell anybody, do the word. word. Where's the next one? First John? Or John? John 15, 19. Quickly. John 15, 19. See, you have control over your mind. Hunger is in your mind. Test is in your mind. How come you go to a place? There is no public whatever for you to wee wee. You are able to control your mind and hold it. So you go to a place, right? Hold your mind. It's the mind, though. Mind. So the more you read the word of God, it strengthens your mind. It strengthens your mind. See, the world will love you as one of its own. This when I read it, I was shocked at the revelation I got. Look at it carefully. Let's let's read it. The world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.